When we very clearly do not. 93.3 and AM 560. KWTO. I'm the son of a good man. I'm the child of an angel. I'm the brother of a wild one. And I'm looking for direction. News analysis and opinion. It's the Elijah Har Show on 93.3 and AM 560. KWTO. You know, abortion is in the news a lot today. In Missouri, Judge Beatum up in Cole County just today rewrote the budget, the ballot summary for the statewide abortion referendum. Jay Ashcroft had written a ballot summary. He got sued by Planned Parenthood and the ACLU. And Judge Beatum is like, well, let's make this sound as palatable as we can. So the news summary says something like, um, Missourians can make decisions about their reproductive health, agree or disagree. I mean, it, it's a, it's a very, 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 uh, if I was the ACLU Planned Parenthood, I would be jumping for joy in the streets. Um, another liberal judge coming to the rescue of the Democratic Party. Now, Jay Ashcroft has announced that he is going to appeal this ruling, that he's going to take it to the Court of Appeals. Will be interesting to watch this play out. I will say I'm surprised. I thought Beatum would nibble around the edges, but by and large, this ruling isn't about do we ban abortion or do we allow abortion in Missouri. To say it's about reproductive health brings in things like contraception and things like that. I feel like this was a gift to the liberals. Glad to see Jay Ashcroft saying that he's going to appeal. and We're going to have to get him on the show to discuss the ruling and what he thinks about it and what the next steps are. And if anyone is able to counter sue or whatever you want to call it and win at this point we know it's jay ashcroft you know, i mean the guy's on, a winner <laughs> i would say he's won on a bunch of the other abortion fights he won a few weeks ago at the court of appeals um on on certifying some stuff on the ballot so uh, yeah he's he's already announced he's going to appeal it i uh, will have him on the show uh, at some point to talk about this but uh, it begs the larger question which is what's the republican party's path on abortion now tim scott's out with an ad Tim Scott running for president senator from South Carolina. He's out with an ad where he goes after his opponents in the race on the issue of abortion. Let's play that ad real quick. If the radical left wins, abortions will be performed on minors without their parents' consent. Babies old enough to feel pain will be aborted. And poor single mothers like mine will be told aborting their children would help the economy. Yet these people say I'm the extremist. I'm Tim Scott and I approve this message because some Republicans want to retreat on life. I know life is a gift from God and this is a fight we must win. Now here's the thing. I think the the Republican Party has come to a fork in the road and we've talked about it before but ever since the 1970s when Roe v. Wade happened, Republicans have by and large been the pro-life party. Now you've got people like Donald Trump saying, well, we've got to compromise on the issue. We've got to move away from the issue when you don't want to talk about the issue. A lot of the consultant class says the same thing. We don't want to talk about the issue. We don't want to discuss the issue. But we have to. I mean, that's that. we spent 40 years trying to get states to have the right to regulate abortion and, and, and so we could put restrictions on it because we believe that life is precious. And, and Republicans like Jay Ashcroft and Tim Scott have decided they're going to make that a central part of their campaigns as Republicans. Other Republicans don't want to talk. They want to ignore it, hide it. They want to talk about other issues that to them are less important or really less divisive. 
But listen, at the end of the day, we as a Republican Party, we always talk about we are a party of laws, not of people, and we have some basic principles. If you're conservative, if you're a constitutionalist, those principles, life, liberty, and property are the foundational principles of our country. You allow those to waver, and and everything starts to get a little hairy there. I mean, we, we talk about this all the time. That, that, that we need to get back to the, the roots of our country. We've got too many laws. And it's interesting to watch some Republicans run away from this issue. The question that I have is, if you're going to vote and Republicans are like, well, we don't want to talk about abortion because we need to win elections. Well, what's the actual point then of supporting those Republicans? I don't vote for people. I vote for principles. And the op, the, 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 the people and the principle that life matters in America is foundational to the entirety of, of the party and, and, and to me transcends the party. If the Republican Party were to ever say, we're not going to be the pro-life party, then I won't be a Republican. Republicans are not the end. Republican victories are not the end. They are the means to an end as a conservative and as a constitutionalist. And so any Republican, and I'm looking at some people like Donald Trump who are like, well, we need to, we need to come to a middle ground on this issue. That, that's a very difficult position for me to understand or to accept. You either believe that abortion is murder or you don't. Now, everybody may have a different line. Some people may be like, well, I, th- I think it, at, at, uh, when the heartbeat is there or when the brain waves are there or whatever it might be. But at some point, that baby is a living, breathing human being that is entitled to the same due process rights as you and I, which means nobody could take their life without, without the, the, uh, without going through the, the, the process of, of, of a court system and a jury and things like that. And so when Republicans want to back down on this issue or stop talking about this issue, it's always good to hear candidates for office like Tim Scott, like Jay Ashcroft say, no, that's not going to work for me. This to me is still a foundational issue. We cannot possibly digress from. We can't move away from. We are focused on this particular issue. And so Glad to see Jay Ashcroft announce he's appealing this ruling. Uh, I, I got to be honest, I don't have a lot of hope for our somewhat liberal court system that I think will will likely drag the language as far left as possible so that it's almost a fait accompli that it will be passed by those on the left. But I'm glad he's in the arena fighting for us. I'm glad Tim Scott's saying, hey, we're not going to run from this issue. Tim Scott, very uniquely capable of discussing this issue as the child of a single mom in an African-American community where abortions are more common. In urban areas, very common. Low socioeconomic status, very common. So a good good voice on the issue and somebody who can come at it without sounding uh, you know, dictatorial or anything like that. Somebody who could say, listen, but for my mom choosing life, I wouldn't have been born. Alex Bryant, same way talks about being born to a, a single mom who was a teen mom and that she chose life. And I, I, it's good to see that there are still people willing to fight on this issue, willing to lead on this issue, because to me, 
there's not a more consequential moral issue of our time than the issue of abortion. Yeah, I mean, my mom, my mom had me when she was 15, a single mother, and there's a very, there was a very reasonable argument at the time of, well, maybe Garrett just shouldn't be born. And I, I understand at some point in politics, you have to play the game of, well, we'll give you this if you give us this and we'll compromise on this. Abortion is one of the things you just, you just can't do that on. You, you simply cannot. If we, devalue life then everything else that we stand for goes away if we if we don't care that babies get born we sound stupid fighting for the second amendment if babies if we don't care about babies being able to be born then we sound stupid talking about foreign policy we sound stupid talking about lowering taxes we sound like idiots talking about all of those things if we're not going to fight even more for the fact that a baby is supposed to be born, if, if we want to give that baby Second Amendment rights that are in the Constitution, if we want to give that baby protection with a, a good military defense, if we want to give that baby a chance to own property and succeed and not be taxed to death, then we have to be able to say, and we want that baby to be born first abortion it it shouldn't be even an issue that's discussed it's ridiculous that it's 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 ridiculous that there's such a push for it and it's something that we can't compromise on because like you you said this last week Elijah the the new right old right argument the old right argument would absolutely be well yeah we'll try to compromise on this we'll figure it out and we'll go from there unfortunately with this issue and with several other issues The left takes and takes and takes and takes. And so there's not a point where we can say, all right, well, we'll just set it at, we'll just set it at 12 weeks or 24 weeks. I, 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 my weeks and months aren't very good doing math in my head, but we'll set, we'll set a line. Well, guess what? If we set the line and we ignore it in three, four, five years, that line is going to move drastically towards birth because that's just what the left does. Take, 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 take. So there has to be a point where we say six weeks, boom, or heartbeat, boom, or conception, whatever it is, we have to know that whenever we set those limits at the federal, state, I don't even local levels, that the left, the liberals, Democrats are going to push, push, push that line as close to birth as possible, or even after birth in some seriously unfortunate cases. And so we have to win as big as possible on setting the original standards and the original goalposts and then continue to fight to make sure they stay right there. Yeah, this is, to, to me, this is one of those, it's it's a defy. it would be like if the Republican Party in the 1860s said, well, slavery is not an issue we really want to engage on because it's divisive. If you remember, the Whigs and the Democrats, they, they basically, the, the Democrats were pro-slavery, the Whigs wouldn't talk about it, that's what led to the foundation of the Republican Party. Just like today, the Republican Party has to be one of the leaders on this particular issue. And I don't think we can get away from it. I don't think we should. And I think we should support leaders like Ashcroft and like Tim Scott that are on this issue all the time. I would I would say Ron DeSantis, too, has been a big strong on this issue down in Florida. I don't want to I don't want to act. There's a few of the people running for president, Trump, Nikki Haley, who who I feel like have backpedaled significantly on this issue. And I would like to see them. Um, uh, uh, push. I, I would like. I. I. I don't think they should be rewarded with the voters by that. 
No, I mean, there are a lot of things that I can wrap my head around. Hey, we need to compromise a little bit on this. Hey, we need we need to, you know, kind of change the rules a little bit or, you know, stuff like stuff like taxes, uh, foreign policy. I don't agree with everything that we do, but it's it. You know, there are times where it gets the job done. Certain things like that. I absolutely agree that you can push back. You can compromise. You can give the Democrats a little bit of what they want in order to give us a little bit of what we want whenever it's issues that aren't as important of actual millions of children's lives. And I do think it is really cool that Tim Scott comes from the perspective to talk about. He's an African-American man born to a single young mother. There is nobody that Planned Parenthood and abortion clinics target more than Af- than poor African-Americans. Yeah, absolutely. In the urban areas, that's, that's where most of the... Yep. Abortion clinics go, and I think, uh, yeah, and you could go back and you can look at the history of Planned Parenthood, and that's been uh, fairly well documented. The eugenics that is replete through the through the Planned Parenthood mi- movement, and I've mentioned this before, but Missouri has a long pro life history. When we joined the country in the Missouri Compromise of what eighteen forty something or other, we were the first state to add language protecting the unborn at the time. You know, Clarence Thomas. Worked in the attorney general's office here. Webster versus Reproductive Services went to the Supreme Court in '89. Everybody thought, "Oh, we won the case. That means we're a pro-life Supreme Court." They came back in 1992 with Planned Parenthood versus Casey, and we lost. And so, I think Missouri's long had a pro-life history. Obviously, with the language that that the Supreme or the the the, the trial court imposed today. This is basically everybody could pick their reproductive health. They've basically guaranteed this. They're, I don't know how you beat this thing at the at the ballot. It's it's so open ended language that ACLU might have just might as well have just slipped a bribe to the judge asking for it to be their way because it's 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 really horrific language. Yeah, I mean this language is similar to we want good things to happen in Missouri. Vote here. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous, and that's honestly that's a lot of the way that this stuff gets done is. Especially, have you ever looked at the polls? This is why Democrats never get good polling data, because they put out polls that say, should women be in charge of their own body? And if you just ask that question on face value without any context, most people would say, yeah, I do. I do think that women should be in charge of their own body. That in and of itself is a good thing. And so they will take that and they'll see, wow, 95 percent of people think that women should dictate what happens to their own body. That means 95% of people agree that we should have abortion up till birth. Like, well, no, that's not what that means right. at all. And it's a tough issue. And I think it's one. I Listen, I think on science, the advent, better sonograms and ultrasounds, I think we win on this issue eventually in the public mindset. But we're going to have to go through some real battles on the way there. And I'm glad to see leaders like Ashcroft and Tim Scott uh, not backing away. Hey, we want to leave plenty of time for the snake draft coming up next. It's always one of the most fun parts of the show, and it's going to be a good one today. We're going to pick our least favorite foods, the worst forever. We'll be right back. Another child is through. 